Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host Morgan Shepherd, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today we'll be talking about consistency and sustainability. So one of the biggest hurdles that people have with attempting to lose weight is staying consistent. We often struggle with what does consistency actually mean in this context. We often feel we are putting way too much pressure on ourselves. We have such high expectations and when we're not able to do things perfectly, we fall apart and we give up. And we have this all or nothing mindset that if we're not performing at a certain level, if we're not only eating healthy foods, if we're not doing all of our workouts, that we're not somehow showing up. I think we have this like perfect idea of what consistency means. When in reality, consistency isn't about perfection. It's about the accumulation of doing something over time throughout your days and your weeks and your months and your years of this process. I may not show up every single day and do a workout every single day, but if I have had three workouts a week for multiple weeks on end, that's consistency. I may have missed a few here and there. I may have had a couple weeks where I was sick or where I was traveling and I didn't hit those workouts. But if I continue to keep doing the thing over and over and over again, that's consistency. Building on years of doing something, that's consistency. If I'm making more healthy choices than non-healthy choices, that's consistency. I don't have to be perfect all of the time. I don't have to always eat the healthier option. But if I know that I do it more often than not, that's consistency. And that's where we get sustainable weight loss. You develop these habits, and the more you do them, the more consistent you are with them, the faster you'll get to your weight loss goals. And if you've adopted these habits as part of your lifestyle, then it becomes sustainable and you're able to maintain that weight and you won't gain it back and you're able to continue on with your life and not have this be such a big thing. You have become the person that is healthy. You have become the person that does these things. This is just a part of your life. It's not necessarily a focus or a goal, but it is who you are. So I think that's something to realize that like, you know, yes, you could go on a very restrictive diet and lose a bunch of weight, but if you're not able to keep it off, if it all comes back later, then that is not sustainable. This is why I focus on sustainable weight loss because I think it's more important for us to create a lifestyle where these habits are already part of our life. So in my coaching, we really focus on trying to develop new habits and create behavior change that allows us to keep these things within our life and it becomes who you are it becomes what you do it becomes the choices that you trust yourself to make and you can actively accept that whatever you do is going to be good enough to keep you healthy yes you still have to put in effort and you have to work hard for things but you know and you've trust yourself to do that and I think that starts with accepting where you're at knowing that this is a long process that it's going to be slow I mean, I look at my strength training journey right now, and I've been officially following this progressive program for three months. And I've seen a little bit of change, but you know, not a crazy amount of change. But I know that I'm doing this 
for life. I'm doing this for longevity. I'm doing this because I want the muscle to keep doing the things that I want to do and to keep having the life that I want to live. So I'm not looking for a quick fix. I'm not looking for something that will happen tomorrow. When we're speaking about consistency and sustainable weight loss, I think it's important to realize that you have to be willing to do the work and you have to believe in yourself that you can make these changes part of your life. If you're not willing to adapt and you're not willing to change your life and change what you're doing now to something different, then you're not really as fully invested and committed as you think. You have to want to change. Some things to keep in mind. Because change is such a long process, because it will take you a while to see success, to have results, it's important to keep things simple. And that every time you have a success, every time that you have a little win, you're working on building your confidence. When it comes to consistency, you want it to feel easy. So taking away expectations and taking away pressure and taking away this need for outcomes, this urgency allows for you to feel safer in the slow process. For example, I am traveling. I've been traveling for the last several weeks, months, almost, it feels months. Yes. <laughs> I keep I keep going places and it keeps disrupting my training. And I'm I'm upset by it. You know, I want to be more focused with my training, but I also recognize that I'm doing these traveling things for enjoyment for the most part. I went to a wedding. I'm going to a music festival. I went to visit my mother and I'm doing them because I want to, because I want to have these social experiences. So while I know that's going to slow down my training, I'm embracing that because I'm not giving up. I still have my goals. I'm still working towards them. I'm still making healthy choices. I'm still on track with my eating habits. I'm still trying to find ways to get movement in, even if I'm not necessarily hitting a gym workout. And those little wins are building my confidence. And the confidence that I'm building is coming from the trust that I have, that I know that I'm still keeping my promise to myself. Even if I'm not going to the gym three times a week, I'm making things work. I'm finding little ways to do workouts at home. And in the in-between times when I'm not traveling, I am finding ways to get those workouts in. What I'm getting at is that the more you build your trust in yourself by achieving little tiny wins and keeping things simple, you know, if you're making little promises to yourself and you're keeping those and you're following through, whether that's just, I made a healthy choice for breakfast, I made a healthy choice for lunch, maybe not so much for dinner, but I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Keep those little wins going, build that momentum and make it simple, make it easy because the harder it is, the more likely you are to not follow through. But if you keep it easy, it allows you to build that momentum and then you build the confidence because confidence comes from taking the action. Confidence comes from knowing that you can do those little wins. The more you can do the little thing, the easier it will be when you get to the hard things. Like, for example, I, at the time of this recording, I will be having a race this coming weekend that is at altitude, and it's supposedly the toughest race in the most beautiful place. And I am slightly afraid of what I'm asking myself to do. But this past weekend, I rode Baldy, Mount Baldy, here in California. And it was 5,000 feet of climbing over 56 miles, and it was hella hard and painful. And, you know, there was a scary downhill that I've been developing a lot of anxiety around downhills now that I've had several friends crash and I was in a car accident and all these things. But like, I chose to do something that was slightly smaller than my big goal 
to help build that confidence. So because I rode Baldy, because I rode that ride, now I feel like, okay, this race that I'm going to be doing isn't as daunting. I've done that with years of my triathlon training too. When I first did Ironman, I was like, okay, what are the three distances? I'm going to have to ride 100 miles at one point. I'm going to have to have some long swims. I'm going to have to run a marathon. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do smaller versions of those things and build my confidence so that when I do get to it, I'm not thinking that, oh, I can't do this thing. And this translates into all the things that go into having success with your weight loss by doing the smaller things first. Do what's easy. If it's easy for you to buy food from a meal prepping company, then do it. If it's easier for you to buy salads at a restaurant, then do it. If it's easier for you to buy a rotisserie chicken, then do it. But find the little ways that you can do something simple while still following through with the promises that you're making to yourself and doing something healthy. If it means that you join a club so that you walk with other people, if it means that you join a gym so you can take a fitness class, make it easier. Stop trying to make things so complex. Stop trying to make things so hard. I want you to be able to feel like this process isn't as hard. And if that means that you find strategies to make things easier, that's key. That's what we're working for here because you're going to do what's easy. So if you, you know, if it's too hard, you're not going to do it. You're not going to show up. Don't set goals for yourself that you can achieve. Something I've learned recently is learning to set goals that you can do and achieve even if you're not at 100%. So you know you're going to have obstacles. You know you might get sick. You know you're going to be exhausted. What are goals that you can do during your day? How can you show up in a healthy manner even if you're not at your best? You know, when you get to your end of your day and you're exhausted, what can you do that isn't going to require 100% effort? You know, I used to set it up so that my drive home would have me go past a gym or I would go to the pool early in the morning because I knew that there was no way that I was going to be able to go to the pool in the afternoon because I would be exhausted from work. And I would make sure to bring a breakfast because I knew that there wasn't going to be anything for me to eat between now and when I would go on break for lunch. Find ways to make it easy. And if it is just a packed burrito that, that you put in the microwave, so be it. But find a way to make it easy. Set goals that you can actually achieve. A lot of the times we set these big massive goals, but if you're not setting incremental goals that allow you to get to the big massive goal, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you're just overwhelming yourself and you're setting such high expectations that you can't even reach. And then you get into that shame guilt trap of feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough and I didn't succeed. But really, it's just that you set goals that were too hard. I mean, look at this. I have this giant goal of getting to Kona someday and it overwhelms me. And so what I need to learn is I need to step back and figure out, okay, rather than looking at it as a goal to get to Kona, get two minutes faster in the run. Get one minute faster in the swim. Try and shave 10 minutes off your bicycle. Obviously have a big massive outcome goal that you want, but then break it down into steps actual steps that you can actually show up and do. And if that's as simple as I'm going to work out twice this week, I'm going to take a five minute walk, I'm going to make healthy choices twice a week. <sighs> okay, maybe not twice a week, but you get my point. Take ownership of your success. Lean into these opportunities for you to build self-confidence. The smaller goals that you accomplish, the more that you can do and the more momentum you can build. You know, and when you take ownership for something, it helps you realize that you can actually do it. 
You begin to believe that it's possible. And ultimately, I think having a belief that you can change, that you can get to your goal is so, so important. Because if you don't believe that you can do it, then you're going to perpetuate that belief and it's going to keep you stuck. And I think also when you set small goals, like for example, in the beginning, when you set the goal of I'm going to go work out three times a week, don't make it I have to go to the gym three times a week if you're just starting to go to the gym. Rather, look at it as if, okay, I'm afraid of the gym. The gym is new to me. It's kind of scary, but make it simple. Okay, the first day, I'm just literally going to go and I'm going to look at all the things and may walk around. I may not even do my workout at the gym. Make it something manageable. Make it something that is easy for you to do. You just show up and begin to expose yourself to this experience. Maybe you go on the treadmill. If you are exposing yourself to these easier wins, then you're building that confidence so that when you do finally get to the gym and you do start doing a workout, it's not as scary. And like for me, I'm trying new things in the gym that I haven't done before and I may feel stupid, but I'm not forcing myself to do it perfectly the first time. You know, I may just try it for five minutes and then be like, okay, that was enough and we're, we're going to try again next time. But at least I made an effort towards the new change, towards the new process. And each time that I do that, I build confidence in myself because I know that I can handle the outcome. In the sense of like, each time I go to the gym, I know that it doesn't feel as bad as the last time. It feels safer. I feel more comfortable. I feel more confident. I'm less likely to drop a weight on my face. <laughs> Things like that. Like, it's no longer about the stress of going. It then becomes more about, okay, how can I get better? How can I improve? What can I learn? Instead of fearing everything and being embarrassed and learning something new in a new space. Okay, so some things that I think are important to talk about are that when you are trying to focus on consistency and sustainability within weight loss, it's really important to build an environment that promotes growth and success. So are you setting things up in your life that further this process? You know, are you finding ways where you can enjoy the process, where you can have fun and feel like you're part of a community? I think there are a couple tips that are necessary to put into play when you're trying to do that. Learning the basics and realizing that it takes a long time. That even now, I've been on my health journey for years, like decades, but I still go back to the basics and I still focus on consistently implementing the basics. Strength, movement, nutrition, sleep, hydration. Don't do it all at once. Don't expect perfection and focus on like just exposing yourself to these new healthy habits. And if it means that you slowly implement them imperfectly over a period of time, the more you do them, the more confidence you'll gain in doing them. So it's about keeping these promises that you're going to make to yourself, making the decision to make these changes, and then figuring out why you want to make them. What is the, the value that you will get out of it? Doing more things that align with those values, you know, like for me, I value being healthy and I, I want to live for a long time and I want to feel healthy doing the things that I do. So I make that a part of my life. I have learned, and I've talked about this before, that prioritizing my health is necessary for me to function in 
the world. If I don't work out, my brain suffers, my head suffers, my mental state suffers, like I feel kind of crazy. So finding movement and making sure that I implement that in my day helps keep me balanced. I also think it's important to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who align with the same things as you, you know, who are also interested in health, who are also interested in pursuing body changes, maybe not necessarily weight loss in the same way, but definitely performance goals or self-improvement. You know, I think we feed off of each other. I am a part of multiple masterminds and I meet with people regularly who are inspiring and empowering and help me feel like I could be a better person. And I think the more that we see that these things are possible for us, the more we'll be inspired to continue to do them and be consistent and show up and work towards sustainability with our goals. So focusing on your strengths and celebrating every win focusing on the effort that you're putting in, making sure that you keep those promises to yourself, and just being grateful when you do. You know, I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up in the outcome and the expectations of the results that we forget to be grateful for the progress that we've made and for the ability and the gift of getting to do the things that we're doing. You know, I get to do triathlon. I get to move my body in this way. I get to strength train. A lot of people don't get the privilege to do that. Having the ability to move your body in certain ways isn't a guarantee, and we can't assume that it will be, and we can't assume that we will always be able to. Part of the reason why I'm focusing on strength training right now is because I don't want to lose that. I don't want to get old and become injured and hurt myself and not be able to go race in beautiful places and go ride Mount Baldy and do these exciting things. And I know how easy it can disappear. So gratitude is key. I think also I talk a lot about finding your joyful movement. Make it something fun. Own it. Make it something you're going to want to show up and do. And I know I stress strength training. Absolutely. It's going to get you gains faster than anything else. But if you're not vibing with it, find something you do vibe with. Find something that does make you happy and that is fun and that gives you that bubbly feeling of, oh, this is awesome. I want to do it again. And you might not get that right away. You know, I know change is hard and moving your body in new ways is hard. But once you do get it and you get those endorphins and you begin to be like, oh my God, this is great. I want to keep doing this lean into that. And I think one thing that I want to present in a sort of different perspective or way of thinking is finding ways to take small actions towards your goals that are pushing your limits just a little bit. Our body is designed to keep us safe and we fight change. We fight things that might feel like a threat, which is partially why it takes us so long to learn new things and why, you know, going to a gym, it being a new experience, it might feel more challenging than it actually is. So finding ways to push, push yourself in such a way that you still know that you're safe. That's partially why I do some sets before I do my full lift so that like I'll do a set with just the barbell instead of having weights on it so that I can be like, oh, hey, I can do this. And then you incrementally add a little and be like, oh, I can do this. 
and push it a little bit just to be like, I can do this. Kind of like why when we do couch to 5k training for running, we don't have you go out and run a mile. We have you run for a minute or 30 seconds and then walk a minute, run 30 seconds and then walk another minute. We're having you do this in small little increments because we want your nervous system to realize that you're safe and that you can do the thing. And the more that you do that, the more confident you build and the more confident your body feels doing the thing so that then you feel safer doing the thing. You're more likely to do it. You build that momentum, as I said before. So I think it's really about tuning in to where you're feeling uncomfortable, where you're feel feeling that fear, and just leaning into that a little bit and being like, okay, I can do the thing. I'm safe. Like when I was riding down the mountain, when I rode down Baldy, I was scared. But there were little moments where I was like, okay, I'm going to relax a little bit. Hey, this is fun. I'm having fun. I forgot what this was like. You know, and a little bit fear would creep back in and I would feel like I was unsafe again. But if I do everything in my power to control the fact that I am actually safe, I've done everything I can. My tires are all pumped up. I have a kit in case I get a flat. I've got the skills to go down a mountain. I have technical ability. I have all these things. I've done as much as I possibly can to be as safe as possible. That will help build the confidence. And then it's just exposure therapy after that. The more you do the thing, the easier it gets. But then you make it harder and you improve. And that's how growth happens. And recognizing that you can't do it all at once. Little increments of time, try it a little bit at a time. You know, I'm not saying go to the gym and do a two-hour workout. Start with 20 minutes. 20 minutes at a time for a little bit, that is enough to start the process of growth and change and you will see success. And as I mentioned earlier, it is about making the decision to change. I know a lot of times people say that they're ready to lose weight and that they sign up with a coach and they want to do the thing and, and then they don't show up and do the work. And there's only so much that a coach can do. We can't work harder than you. So if you're not ready to make that change and you're not ready to commit to the work that has to be done, we can't make you. Going after something sustainably, going after the long process and learning to trust that and learning to embrace it and enjoy it is part of the goal. Because if you go after a quick fix and you gain everything back, then you're going to be stuck in this cycle and feeling less confident about your abilities because it all came back. And I think a lot of that comes down to expectation management because you have to realize that it is going to take a long time. But if you trust the science and you trust that this is the process, this is the way that, you know, success happens with small incremental changes that you're actually able to do, actually able to show up for consistently... Be realistic with your time frame. I mean, I've been doing my strength training for three months and I am still at the same weight that I was at when I started. But do I have changes in my figure? A little bit. I notice a little bit here and there. But that's three months. Think in terms of years. If I keep doing this for years, imagine what I can get to. I've done triathlon for like over a decade and the changes are so small, but you have to keep going and you have to keep pushing and you have to keep Finding new strategies. I think a lot of times we get stuck doing the same thing over and over again and expecting new results. But if you keep doing the same thing and you keep getting the same result, maybe it's time to try a new way, try a new strategy and reevaluate what you're doing to figure out what could be changed. You know, for me, with my strength training, I'm trying to make it a habit first. I'm not trying to improve how much weight I'm lifting right now. I mean, I am, but like, that's not the goal. The goal is to get it a habit. The goal is to make it something that is in my life that I'm implementing regularly. And then once I've developed that habit, then I can look to optimize it. Then I can look to improve upon it. And then I can look to have more performance-based goals than actual just implementation showing up and being consistent. 
You know, I think sometimes we jump into trying to do everything all at once perfectly and being this athlete before we've even learned how to do the thing regularly and consistently show up. I think it comes down to committing to the value of an outcome. So for example, I want to build muscle because I want longevity, because I want to be able to do things when I'm older, because I want to continue to do triathlon into my 80s, because I want to be able to go hike mountains. So the value of that outcome, that is a lifestyle goal that I want in my life. And that is something for me to work towards. And if it means doing the small, boring things over and over and over again now, then I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to show up for that. If it means tracking my food, if it means following a progressive program of doing the same sorts of exercises for six weeks at a time, if it means getting in my step count, if it means tracking those things, I'm willing to do that because I know what the outcome is and that is a value to me. That matters to me. So what does that look like for you? What do you want? What outcome do you value enough to make part of your life and do the boring shit for? You know, it doesn't have to be boring, but like sometimes it will feel boring. I'm going to tell you right here and now training for an Ironman can be one of the most grueling, boring experiences of your life because you literally show up every day and you do these workouts over and over and over again. And if you don't learn to trust that process and love doing that boring shit, you're not going to have success. And I think something that I have learned to thrive in is the monotony of it. The day after day after day of doing these little incremental things where you don't necessarily see results, but learning to celebrate that effort as a win, as a success, is a way of making the process more fun, making it more exciting and like you're always winning if you keep showing up. Every day that you show up and you put in the effort and you give your all, not saying it has to be 100% because recovery is also a big ass part of it, especially when you're new to this whole process of strength training or working out in general, you need to be focusing on recovery. Recovery is part of the whole process. That's how you build muscle. That's how you create adaptations during those rest periods. So obviously 100% effort in both your actions and your recovery. And then as far as, you know, we're talking about consistency and sustainability, the things that you can control are your attitude and your effort. How are you showing up every day? Are you showing up with a positive mindset and a belief that this is possible? Are you being a negative head and being like, I hate this shit. Why do I have to do this? This fucking sucks. I'm failing at it. Blah, blah. Are you stuck in that cycle? Or are you being more positive about it and being like, I get to do this. I'm grateful that I get to show up in this way. This is life. This is me living my life and doing the things that I want to do because I have this outcome goal and I value it and I believe in the value of it. So I'm going to keep showing up for it. Basically, you're responsible for your own health and your own happiness. And if you're not showing up in a way that is going to get you those things, that's not on anybody else. You can't blame anybody else for that. Sure, there are obstacles and there are things that are going to stand in your way, but you choose the attitude that you show up with and you choose the amount of effort that you put in to get these things done. Absolutely, people are going to object to what you're doing and people are going to stand in your way and tell you that, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing this or you're not good enough. Why do you have to do this? You know, you might have family objections to be like, I don't approve of what you're doing and I don't support you. You're affecting my life. Unfortunately, that fucking sucks. 
That's why I stress the importance of finding community, of connecting with people who are also on this journey with you, who have the same performance goals as you, who have that drive to improve yourself. And even if that means just connecting with one person, whether that's a coach or a friend or just following someone on Instagram and being like, this person vibes with me and they have the same improvement desires. So I think we covered quite a bit today. I hope that some of this made sense. I think that Ultimately, consistency and sustainability come down to you learning to fall in love with the process and recognizing that life still happens while you're on this journey and you have to keep living. You have to keep showing up and you're doing the whole journey so that you can have the best life possible. My entire health journey is based upon the fact that I believe that I will enjoy life more if I'm healthy. I will be able to do more. I will be able to experience more. I will be happier. You know, I fully, fully, fully believe that there is a connection between what you eat and your mental health. And so that's why I focus on nutrition so, 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 so much. And I fully believe that movement is medicine and that it makes you feel better and it keeps me sane. So I focus on those things. I'm not always consistent, but I am here for the long haul. I am here for the journey and I don't expect results tomorrow. Do I want them? Absolutely. But like the reality of it is things take time. Change takes time. Even now, after decades of being in the industry, I'm still figuring out something. Things, and I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I still believe that there's so much more for me. The same goes for you. Commit to the value of this journey and hold on to that belief that it is possible for you, that you can achieve these things, but you can also enjoy life now. The outcome, the end result, all of that doesn't matter if you're not living now and if you're not enjoying the process now. And I think that's also why in my content I try and stress the importance of choosing things that give you joy, choosing happiness, choosing to create a life that you love. You know, I know it's not as easy as just doing what you want. We have responsibilities and obligations, but I do think it's very important that you make sure that you have things in your life that bring you joy and that will help you stay on this journey. Whether that's friendships or activities or hobbies, find a reason to keep living, find experiences to keep exploring and get curious about life. Okay, as always, thanks so much for listening. I hope some of this provided value in any way. And if it did, please leave me a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Ciao.